crazy sitting here with a lot of uh, kite racers. Uh, Arjan, can you just uh, describe who you are? Um, I'm a Dominican kiteboarder. Well, that's my background. Um, Cabarete. Uh, I just started foiling like four or five months ago, or race, race-wise, which is like mind-blowing. Like I had no idea this was going to be like that. I thought it was going to be a little easier. Well, not easier, but like I don't know. I could handle it a lot better, but it's a different level out here. But how long time have you been doing kite foiling? Kite foiling, I would say one and a half year. Racing like four months, like at this level. But the, 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 the sailing club says that you have an own uh, fan club here in Denmark. Is that true? Uh, yep. I didn't know until they showed up. <laughs> they wanted to take pictures. I, I, never, I never met them. I never met them. They just heard there were some Dominicans here. And they just showed up to get pictures and see who we were. Are you also riding freestyle? Yep. Technically, I'm a bit retired because I'm sick of the blows in the knees and all the crashes. You get bored of it. Like you, it's consistently on and on and on and on. So I just decided to make a change and try something new. That's when I started foiling, and I think I'm gonna stick with it. And you have a neighbor, Mr. Gebhardt. Uh, you know him well? Uh, yeah, pretty much. He's a funny dude. Like strange. Funny dude, <laughs> Gebhardt. Yeah. Strange on his own ways, but he's a very cool guy full of knowledge like every time I need something I want to know something I know where to go him and Brad Funk yeah I think he has been Olympic champion in windsurfing he's so. a celebrity it's a celebrity it's funny to have somebody with that much like popularity back in the days and even now like right next to your house like, it's very cool it's very cool what's the future for you with foiling the future for me it's evolved I found out in this event that I still have a long way to go. It's not a kid's game. It's it's fun though. And full of adrenaline and that's what I want to do. Super. Mr. John, more. You came to our spot in Sweden last year and joined probably the biggest competition in the world or universe. What do you say? Well, I thought it was going to be a very warm place, and it was, actually, until I touched the water. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. No, but we were happy that you came uh, all the way to, to our small little competition. But how has it been here to race? No, it's good. I, I've been out of the scenes for easy two, three years. Um, and it's good to see where the level is at the moment. Um, and seeing all the riders going fast in the water every day. Um, with the short track, it's a different format where you need to be really aggressive and being prepared physically to the top. And I'm very happy to see where the sport is going to. And seeing these new faces and also the guys who used to compete with us six, seven years ago with the Formula boards. And they're still here and they're still pushing the level and everybody is really quick. I, I was very surprised on how fast everybody's going now. I think it's changing and, and uh, it's, it's super. But what's your future plans with racing? Well, the idea is to try to get back in the game, um, see where I'm at the moment, and going home and start to train again harder to see if I can keep up. I know it's a long way to go, but it's not impossible. It's just doing the hard work. And, well, now then the fact that um, kite racing is included on the um, 
Olympic um, events for sailing. So our federations are supporting us more and take in concern us more seriously. Um, and then the idea is to try to represent Colombia on, it, on all these events and trying to do a good, um, good races and see where we are. That's super. Benjamin, is that right? Yeah. Tell me a little short about yourself. Where you come from? I'm from France, from the south of France, and uh, I began the the kiteboard in 2003 and foil in 2010, the first time, and really in 2012. And when I saw the the first uh, the first uh, foiler in France, uh, where a lot of uh, sport was born in in this country. Uh, I, I said in my mind, I would like to do this sport, <laughs> so I practiced since the, the first uh, international was in 2012 and the first Gold Cup in 2014 and I probably one of the, the riders today that did uh, the most events <laughs> since the beginning <laughs> and I, I'm older. Are you just over 20 or? Yeah, only, only 20. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm Grandmaster since uh, this year, so I'm a young Grandmaster. And uh, I, I I try to 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 follow the the new generations that come, and it's a real pleasure to see all these new guys with a so high level. And it's hard to follow them, but uh, I try to do my best. <laughs> so what's the difference between your style when you're riding? You are you haven't been racing so long, but but what's the difference between your style when you're riding? Uh, probably because of my experience, uh, I try to to avoid the contact sometimes. Uh, I, I really knew the, the, the rules, so when I, I know that I, I, I am poor tech, I, I try to do my best to avoid the contact. Um, I, I don't know, I, I am not uh, so energy than, than my friend. <laughs> but my fine club is bigger than, than <laughs> because I'm older. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> let's see. You just wait and see what's going to happen. Okay. Uh, now Ricardo is going to show off his kites for us. What about John Mora? Then he's going <laughs> <laughs> I was here first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but. Ricardo, you have been on the tour for so long. I mean, I have been having this group and, and uh, following you, but how long have you been racing? Well, my first race was in Argentina, Bariloche, uh, 2010. So I was a freestyle lover and I wanted to see the crazy freestylers because that was, that's what I used to do. And in between, I had a early race board to go out in light winds on my place. And uh, yeah, so I went there. I took the race board because I was not planning to compete with the freestylers. I mean, <laughs> top, top, world top. So I just give it a go on the race. I registered and I did pretty good. And that's how I started. And that was my first event. Have you been competing against Bruno Stroka also? Yes, I remember uh, lining up with Bruno in Mexico, 2011. And... It was a nice experience because he was the top guy of the moment and I had a good pace against not only him, also against other riders. So that's how I got really motivated and that's what drive me to keep going. Did you beat him? I I beat him in that race and that was my I think my was my personal goals. <laughs> 
Okay, but what do you think about the future of the sport? What do you think will happen in uh, one, two, three years? What is going to happen? I, I mean, all the brands and all the riders are pushing so hard. Actually, personally, I've been, it's so fast that I haven't been able to catch up because, um, you know, focus on kite development, foil development, and, you know, but, yeah, it's, it's going fast, I mean. But tell me a little about, uh, I usually ask everyone to describe also what kind of brands they're working for or are sponsored by or ride, but are you working for a specific brand also? Are you, are you involved in the development or sponsored? Well, I collaborate in kite testing for Ozone and also in foil testing for Mike's Lab. And uh, as I said before, everybody's pushing hard. Nobody's sitting and looking. I mean, all the brands, Fly Surfer, Elf, F1. If I'm missing somebody, sorry. But I mean, all the brands are just, you know, making prototypes and make sure the athletes go faster. And athletes are making sure they're training hard and enough to be faster and faster on every event. So, yeah, it's, it's going that way. Faster and faster. I don't know if it was Nick or there was someone falling on the finish line for some years ago and, and got conscious. Uh, the speed is increasing all the time, and there are when you fall in 30 to 35 knots from a kite foil, it's hard. The water is pretty hard, and you have been having a little accident also. I don't know, was that it when you were kiting or? Uh, well. When I say about faster, it's not only about the top speed, it's also about the precision and uh, the, yeah, the precision. So I'm sure we are going around the course faster. I mean, it's taking us less time to, you know, to take the marks. So whatever course the committee does, we are just, I mean, not me, but the top riders. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm trying, and I'm sure I'll catch up again. But um, yeah, top riders are just doing things fantastic. And John, your equipment? Well, on the equipment, it's incredible to see how how much control the hydrofoils have now, and the fact that, like you mentioned before, then they were fast, and people were having crash. Now, now not many people has bad crashes, but when they have, it's because it's a pretty bad one. Um, in terms of the kites, I think they're easier, easier every time to fly, um, and, and and easier to trim them for your needs if you want them to go upwind better or downwind. And I believe if you if you find a good tuning with your equipment for your kite style, and you're physically well trained, uh, you can catch up and be be on the top. What brand do you ride for? Uh, Mike Slap on the hydrofoil and Ozone on the kites. And your equipment, what do you use? I'm using Ozone and uh, Banger. And you are? Ozone and MySlab 2. MySlab Bullet 3. And you, you spoke about the, the level uh, in the past and now. In 2014, just uh, I remember that uh, at the first event in Laventana, only the five first guys succeed to do all the Jiden tags. Remember that. Only the five top guys. And now when you see the, the fleet, all the riders succeed that and there is a lot more people than succeed that. So it's, the level is really crazy. Yeah, small mistake and you finish last. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all about consistency. It's not just speed. Like You need to control who's behind you, who's in front and who's behind and ahead of you. 
if you lose focus, you're gonna crash or you're gonna get tangled or hit somebody and it's gonna it's gonna be lost for you and whoever it's around. So you have to be very precise in tune with your material. Ricardo, how is it with your hand? Oh yeah, I missed that question. Um my hand is doing good and I think at least they don't have to be afraid to be injured. I mean that's I think that's happened on any sport. I just had bad luck and the only thing I can say is just you just take it and you make the best of it and you just come back. That's it. I mean, I'm doing fine. I might need another surgery. I don't know when I'm going to do it. I'm just going to choose the right moment. I mean, right in between no kite testing or in the middle of the season. I don't think I'm going to race anymore for this 2018. I'm just going to focus on my training, my hand, and to see what's going on in 2019. And there is a lot to come. So... Yeah, eyes open. I just would like to say a big thanks because I've been following you for many years, especially you, because you were one of the first, and, and Bruno Stroka was very early, and Adam Koch. Uh, and I have just met a few of you, uh, but now I meet a lot of you, and it's so funny to see you in real life. So nice to see you, and good luck with racing. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Take care. Yeah,